To say our next guest has had a busy and fulfilling three and a half years at Campbell University would be the biggest understatement we've ever made on this podcast. And if you don't believe me, go to LydiaHooth.com, click About Me, scroll down, and you will see a resume that would make most people jealous. Lydia is joining us for the first show of the spring semester to talk about life at Campbell University, to talk about what it's like to enter your final semester, and to talk about what's next. Uh, we're even going to talk about Harry Potter and Shakespeare and a tons of other things. So sit back, relax. I'm Billy Liggett. I'm joined by co-host Kate Stoneburner, and this rhymes with orange. All right, Lydia Huth, uh, four years ago, you chose Campbell University, and uh, we asked this of all of our guests. So it actually makes sense to ask you this today. What, uh, what was it about Campbell that drew you here? That is an amazing question. If that's why we ask it. Never <laughs> <laughs> of course. It was definitely the sense of community that you get here. I toured a ton of bigger schools, and where I was from up north, I felt like all the schools were massive. But when I got to Campbell, random strangers would wave to us while we were on the tour, and everyone was so kind and welcoming. And when I went to orientation, I made some of my still lifelong best friends who accepted me and would have the craziest conversations. We stayed up until midnight having a game night. And it's those little things that made Campbell special to me. So before we get deep into this, I was telling Kate uh, the day I met you, actually, which was four years ago. <laughs> and this was uh, um, me and a few people on our staff were kind of stalking social media <laughs> and seeing if anybody in this upcoming class had any social media chops because we wanted students to get more involved and your social media was outstanding. Mm -hmm. And so Lydia uh, walks up to a table during, I think it was the uh, welcome week. Um, street street fair. fair. Yes. Sure. And uh, you're at the table next to ours and you're about to sign up for yearbook. <laughs> and I, if, if, if the table was a Camaro, I would have slid off the hood on it. <laughs> I run over there. And I didn't grab her by the arm or anything, but I said, no, 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 come over here. And so we brought you over. You signed up for the student newspaper, and the rest is history. So my question off of that is, uh, how much do you regret that now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say not at all. Okay, good. Because um, maybe against your will, it's sounding like I did attend some yearbook meetings, too. Oh, no. Oh, and I found, out, I found out that the Times was more my jam because you gave us a lot of free reign. That was really awesome. And since it was a team from a wide variety of perspectives, since we had the student journalists and you get a lot of comms people, don't tell Haven I'm saying this. Well, yeah. Um, no, Haven, Haven if you're listening, we're sorry. <laughs> awkward. I really enjoyed the diversity and the mentors that I found that first year through the Campbell Times. So I actually don't regret it. You got me some great experience and some great internships, so wow. I forgive you. Well, Way to go. The reason we asked you to be on, not because uh, I do know you pretty well, but uh, um, uh, this is you're entering your final semester. This is it for, yeah. for at least your undergraduate. I, um, we'll talk about what's next for you, but as far as undergraduate goes, you're entering your final semester, and I wanted to bring a student on to talk about, um, you know... The experience, the Campbell experience, where you're at now compared to where you were during that welcome week uh, four years ago. So that's where we're going to start. Uh, but first, just tell us, you know, final semester, where's your mind at right now? What's, uh, what's, how are you approaching this? Ooh, that's really hard. Everyone keeps asking me, oh, final semester, you're about to graduate. How do you feel? And it hasn't sunk in yet. 
mm-hmm. kind of feels like Campbell's my life now. And this is just where I exist and this is what I do and I'm comfortable with it. It's starting to sink in more and more as I'm looking at jobs and applications. So I'm at this funky mix of super excited to be a real grown-up person with a real grown-up person job and also terrified because this is my place and these are my people and I know how things work here and I'm about to leave that, which is insane. Four years Mm -hmm. seems like an eternity when you get here, but then it it goes by quickly and I know that's cliche to say that, but it goes by quickly and... uh, and like you say, suddenly, oh no, I've got to start thinking ahead. And uh, um, does that does that make the final semester more difficult, or is your semester just so packed anyway that you don't really have time to <laughs> yeah. think about that? I know we're going to talk about internships and things later too. But uh, um, is, is there more stress in the final semester, or do you see the finish line, and therefore it's uh, it's kind of maybe not as stressful? Ooh, I think. Obviously, it depends on the person. So this is my personal opinion. For me, it's a little, it's not as stressful as it could be because I started stressing about the future maybe around four years ago. So I've been slowly building up with steps to get me to where I am now. But honestly, until I got my internships over the winter break, it was really stressful coming into the semester knowing like, okay, it's go time. I need something in May. And this is my last chance to find something in May. Hmm. Or is there ever any doubt in your mind that you would find something in May? <laughs> so much doubt. It's like, maybe I don't know anything. Maybe I don't have any skills, which obviously it's can, Campbell. Yeah. I'm fine. As someone who but. stalked you a little bit on social media and has seen your LinkedIn page, I can tell you. Sorry, it's less creepy than it sounds. But <laughs> we've used your photography on Campbell social media before. And so I had some like, I knew who you were. I know that sounds creepy, but it's true. And just looking at your LinkedIn page, um, the question I have written down on our little um, podcast guidelines here is how do you do all the things? Because <laughs> I've never seen a basically a four year old resume or at least starting four years ago with so much on it and i just want to know how do you have a time turner do you like (laughs) (laughs) how how have you done it all you have at least four clubs you're like three different frats you're doing internships you're taking photos that we often use so how did that happen well i can't really give away my time travel spell secrets unfortunately i'm really sorry um Honestly, a lot of it is that I probably don't sleep as much as I should, but I also knew starting early on that I wanted to prioritize all that stuff, so I had to make some really intentional calls and say that, all right, it would be really fun to sit and binge Netflix for an entire weekend, but I want a job in this field. This is what that requires. We're going to go spend that weekend in Benson shooting their latest rodeo instead of binging on Netflix. So intentionality, I guess, and not as much sleep as I probably should wow. have had. That's you're, a good answer. But you're at the age where the sleep thing is... <laughs> Negligible. Everyone, yeah, everyone <laughs> you, you realize later in life that, uh, man, I, that's when I should have stayed up late was back then because staying up late is much easier. <laughs> it's true, but also, like, very soon, it sounds like we're going to talk about your future plans in a second here, but... You're going to have probably similar to a nine to five. And I think when that happens, at least in my experience, things change pretty quickly. It's suddenly, for some reason, even though the hours don't seem that different, it's harder to fit in all those extracurricular things. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's going to be hard? Like, what are you going to miss most? 
Ooh, that, again, good questions. Props to you guys. I this see that. This is a 15-minute cramming oh, yeah. session before a podcast gets you. So I'll proud. I'll that out. So <laughs> actually the pod father, and he is the sum of all wisdom. I, I like that nickname more than you think, than you think I would. I could tell, by the way, you didn't immediately make fun of me. By the way, I started typing it. <laughs> Excellent. Keep track of that. New business card. Yeah. Um, I think I could see it going either way. So on the one hand, I could see myself not having time, like you said, and needing to fill my weekends with all the other stuff I love. On the other hand, my schedule is crammed right now. So I could almost see having a nine to five where I start at nine and I actually end at five instead of a you roll out of bed at seven and you stop working at like 11, 12, who knows? be a little bit refreshing that if I want to read a book in the evenings what? or go to a cool event, I could instead yeah. of where I am right now. So it's definitely I'll freeing. Keep you guys posted once Please I find do. out. All right, well let's let's detour from the how does Lydia do it all podcast here. I'm sorry, I'm fascinated. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, we found that with this podcast we get students and alumni who listen to it, but we hope prospective students listen. So if there are any prospective students listening or their parents, uh, let's talk to them for a second. And uh, you've been here four years now. You're now at the Sage Advice part of your college career. Exciting. Um, we've got, we, we just had a visitation day here and you're part of those. I, I know you're an ambassador mm-hmm. for Campbell. What are you telling these kids? Uh, not only about Campbell, but about, you know, the best way to get the most out of your college experience. Yeah. So first of all, prospective students listening, you should totally come. Just trust me. At least come to your orientation. I loved orientation so dang much that I went back six times, seven. Orientation leader, they all blur together. Um, What I would most recommend to a student, first of all, like I said before, Campbell has an amazing sense of community that I found nowhere else, all the other places that I toured. The professors genuinely care about you. The other students genuinely care about you. It's a really cool family that you get to be a part of, and hopefully I'll get to stay a part of after I graduate. But I would recommend anyone who's in college or entering college or even just a stage of your life, what I'm trying to focus on is to know exactly why I want something. Because if you get to college and you don't know why you want college, and you don't have some sort of a goal ahead of you, that's probably more than I want mom and dad off my back. It's really hard to succeed and to keep doing the great things that you're capable of. So know what you want and that'll really help you get it. I 100% agree with that. I I had no, I had no no future no future in mind when I went to college and had I gone to college with kind of the end in mind maybe that would, maybe I, I wouldn't have been an eight-year student with no yeah. seven it's seven uh, well um, so all right well prospective students you can now turn off this podcast because the, the next thing uh, Lydia what uh, what could Campbell improve upon mm. whoa yeah I know right whoa Just right into it let me think about that <laughs> Well, while you're thinking, uh, what um, what you can start by saying what made your experience so great? You said it's a sense of community. Mm-hmm. Um, what else about Campbell made the the four years solid? And then when you're done talking about that, then tell us you know what what Campbell can provide. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> this is good. We'll do the little compliment yeah. sandwich. I'll start go. with a nice thing, okay. and then we'll go in. Okay, 
Definitely, I mentioned briefly, the professors were fantastic. I hit a couple slump periods, and if I hadn't had such amazing professors who were looking out for me and going, hey, Lydia, you okay? I don't know if I would have succeeded in college or honestly made it through to where I am now. Since we have smaller class sizes as a smaller university, people always knew my name. Um, they would give me amazing feedback. They'd connect me with great opportunities. I also love the amount of leadership opportunities that we have here. So like Billy let me run the design of the newspaper because I wanted to and you needed a designer and it was great and that gave me so many skills. And I've had that same experience with a lot of the other organizations on campus. If I was looking for something and looking for experience, I could go and talk to someone and they'd take a chance on me and let me try it. So that was fantastic and two things that I really, really love about Campbell. And then things that Campbell could improve upon. Maybe, this is hard, and I know a lot of people say things like parking. <laughs> True. <laughs> but overall, as a student body, I'll start there. I think we all need to embrace what makes Campbell awesome and not stress so much about, oh, it's Bowie's Creek. What are we going to do here? There's a ton of things that we can offer and that you can make yourselves to form connections with the people around you. As a university itself, I did have some experiences. So I said the professors are fantastic. But I did have some experiences where I felt disconnected from a particular department that I was a part of at the time since... I didn't know many of the other students, the ones I did know that were in my classes, we didn't really connect, and the professors didn't make as much of an effort to help us get connected and help us get to feel like we were home here, if that makes sense. I'm also a big proponent of diversity, so I love how um, my pals over at First Year Experience are working on helping Campbell become a more diverse and... Uh, overall accepting university. Is that a good answer? And that's what you call a compliment sandwich. Very that well done. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Hmm. That's a good one. All right. Well, um, since you are leaving soon, we have kind of an interesting question. What's on your Campbell bucket list that you haven't done? Yes. And do you have any plans to accomplish that by the time May rolls around? <laughs> I've been thinking about that for a long time. And unfortunately, I did the big ones, like rubbing J.A. Campbell's mustache a lot. That's for good luck, if anyone doesn't know. Um, riding the camel. So actually, I am making plans to help one of my friends who's about to graduate and has not yet ridden the camel get up there. Because she's been afraid for four years that she's going to fall off and break a leg or something. So reasonable. I'm making plans to help someone else with that. Um Man. I never see a huge line for that. I didn't know that was a bucket list either. Yeah, I think it's kind I, of a rite of passage, I think. It possibly was just indoctrinated because I remember a lot of my freshman year marketing was centered around the things you've got to do. Ride the camel. Mm -hmm. yeah. So maybe it's just my year that feels like we have to do it. Your year is... You guys saw the picture of Dr. Creed kissing the camel the first oh, time. Yes. And I think that kind of spawned mm -hmm. an interest in the live camel versus the statue camel. Oh, yes. It really is a lot that's gone on these last four years with, uh, you know, all the new facilities that are still going up. And, uh, you know, the new med school kind of starting when you got here, your school of engineering, mm -hmm. school of nursing. So Campbell, um, Campbell really has changed since uh, since you started. We were we were actually having fun talking about uh, 
the Facebook challenge that's going on, what uh, what you looked like in, mm-hmm. in, in uh, 2008 compared to now. And Campbell would look much different. Um, then we realized you were 11 in 2008. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, maybe you really have changed since then. And, uh, um, I don't know where I was going. There was, that That's wasn't okay. a question at all. So what is next for you? I know you're, uh, you had to quit the Campbell Times, which, uh, Sorry. which I'm okay with. I, I'm, I'm okay, okay with that. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's for a very good reason. You are interning with Duke University. So tell us about that and tell us what's next for you. Yeah. So I don't have specific concrete what's next plans yet. We're figuring it out. But I am very fortunate to have two amazing opportunities for this semester. Um, I'm interning with Duke, as you mentioned. I'm interning with Duke OBGYN and Radonk. Um, And what I'm going to work with them on is mostly just their communications plan. So I'm helping them design a magazine, which is very close to what I'm doing for the Times. I am actually running to Raleigh on Thursday to interview someone about their really cool new medical technology. Um, So you guys can keep an eye out and see if I did well. And bits and pieces, honestly, whatever they need from me within the communications realm is going to be a part of that, whether it is making a spreadsheet of mailing lists for the magazine or designing the physical magazine or tweeting or scheduling photo shoots. It'll be exciting stuff. So that's my opportunity, number one. And I'm also working for the Carolina Theater in downtown Durham, who I absolutely adore with their marketing and public relations, helping them run their Facebook page and write press releases on cool stuff. So those are two really exciting things. And hopefully I'll just be able to find something either with one of those awesome places or somewhere else in Durham that can stay local and have a good time. Well, those are those are awesome, awesome opportunities. We're almost out of time, but we wanted to. I don't know how we're going to segue into this, Kate, but uh, (laughs) um, we wanted to end the interview on kind of a odd note, a fun note, I guess. uh, um, I was telling Kate about the trip to New York where we got um, with the journalism uh, conference up there, and we got uh, in a blizzard, and we had to take a train and a rental car back. (laughs) Sounds awful, by the way. I was telling telling Kate that uh, what I remember. What I remember about that trip back was you and uh, Rachel Davis in the backseat of that car playing 20 questions about Harry Potter and Shakespeare and all these other things. And I just couldn't <laughs> believe that uh, that was how the two of you chose to uh, pass the time on the trip. But it's awesome. So uh, I know Kate and I were coming up. Well, what can we ask about Harry Potter or Shakespeare that might uh, stump her, make her think? So yeah. what, what do you have, Kate? Podcast 20 questions edition. Oh, okay. All so right. I'll try. First, we're going to like really put you on the spot. And I know this is hard as a Harry That's Potter okay. fan. Are there any Harry Potter plot holes that really bother you? And which one is your biggest? If you can think of one. If not, we have several that we would like you to try to solve on the spot. Splendid. Well, (laughs) honestly, the thing that has bugged me historically for the longest, and it's the smallest thing, it kills me that we change Dumbledore actors. I know why we do, but there was no comment about it. So I really struggle watching those movies back to back because I know. It's hard. And it's coming. So that you would have difficult. appreciated like, hey, Dumbledore, you look different today. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, just like a little aside. The, the magic really got to you this no. week. They did that with Flitwick too, but no one cares because it's not Dumbledore. Oops, I didn't know sorry. I didn't know that either. Well, guys, come on. <laughs> I really knew you would have one. I think that's so awesome. Um, and the one that we were talking about earlier was... Um, in case you're not familiar, the Marauder's Map, people listening, um, magical map that shows where everyone is on the campus of Hogwarts. Um, and Ron Weasley has this rat <laughs> that 
is supposedly attached to his side. It's his pet rat. And eventually, through circumstances you can read about, turns into a person. And if his brothers had really been looking at that map for as many years as they say they were, they would have noticed, oh, who's this guy who's always attached to Rod's hip? This is making no sense. If you don't understand me, but I'm really sorry, everyone listening. No, it sounds ridiculous. It even sounds for so ridiculous. Who has read it, but, but you're right. Because it they is, would have seen it on the there's map. a precedent there that you can see him on that yeah. map. So why wouldn't they have noticed that everywhere Ron went, Peter Pettigrew? Went. Yeah, that's a pretty big plot hole. I don't yeah. think she's. That's I don't think she one. thought that one through. I mean, she's admitted she's made mistakes with the books. I'm not holding her to <laughs> high standards. Come I'm on, just Kate. saying. <laughs> I wrote seven. <laughs> yeah, ten years after Harry Potter, now we could talk about the plot holes and be okay with it. So. Well, I know you're also, uh, well, I mean, your major was English, is that correct? Yep. And so mm-hmm. big Shakespeare fan. You had a Shakespeare question too, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shakespeare plot holes, anyone? No. <laughs> um, Don't get me started. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Like Favorite Shakespeare character, go. Oh, dang it. That's a really hard one to throw on me out of nowhere. Oh, well. But okay, I love the twins from Twelfth Night. It's a bit of more of an ex- obscure Shakespeare comedy, but they're absolutely hilarious. And I love a good play where the entire plot focuses on the fact that there are twins and no one remembers that they have a twin because it's important for mistaken identity to be like, oh my goodness, my twin brother. <laughs> I thought I just had a magical second being of myself. Yeah. How could you mistake us? So Forgot twins, about that guy. Night. Recommend. That's, funny. All right. That's a good note to end on, uh, Lydia. Congratulations. Um, good luck in your final semester. You're going to do well. Congratulations on on uh, getting through Campbell. And uh, um, we're very happy for you. I am personally very proud of you, and I wish you the very best. And... Uh, I guess that's a very awkward ending to this podcast. So follow her on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, follow her on Instagram. Here you go. What's, What's your th- Instagram handle? Quick. <laughs> Lydia.grace.hoop. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Woo.